Hey, hey, sacred friends, this is Lori Andress, and welcome to Crystal Shaman Life. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, my sacred friends. I am Lori Andrus, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. Hey, this week, we are diving in to the second facet of crystal shamanism. Last week, we talked about crystal connection, and this week, we're going to talk about earth relationship. But before we dive into that, I want to make sure you're aware that the spring enrollment is open for the Crystal Shaman Initiation Program. Yes, so if you have been feeling the call to the Crystal Shaman Path, now's the time. It is the time to say yes. We're taking applications um, and enrollments open. So if you want to download our enrollment guidebook, you can find that at um, crystalshamanschool.com. I'll put a special link down in our show notes so you can just hop on over there. Um, But if if you've been feeling that energy and you've been really curious about what that would be like. Take a look at the guidebook and uh, I would love for you to join us in this spring uh, spring program. Um, we have limited enrollment. It's limited to 12 individuals. So yeah, uh, if you're if you're feeling it, go for it. Now's the time. Okay. <laughs> So let's circle back. Let's dive into this week's topic. Yeah, so earlier I shared that we're going to be talking about that we've or we've been talking about last week and then now this week and in in the next two coming episodes, we're going to be talking about the four facets of crystal shamanism. And the first facet was crystal connection and how do you really create that connection? And the second facet that we're going to be diving into this week is earth relationship. And this one really builds on that element of creating relationship with the crystals and stones as well, because a big part of our relationship with the crystals and stones has to do with knowing where they came from, knowing the energy of those spaces, knowing how they're mined, um, and a lot of the intimacies that can unfold when we get to know what the earth it feels like in different places, what the wisdom of different places is for the world at this time. Yeah, I did say that. The earth has so much to share with us and so much wisdom and so many ways that it wants to support us. But in order to receive that support, in order to connect with that wisdom, we need to cultivate an intimate relationship with our earth mother. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're going today. We're going to talk about how can we do that? Why is it important? And yeah, I'm going to give you some great tips and tricks and some little stories along the way, because, you know, I like story time. 
<laughs> okay, so what is it um, about connecting with the earth that's important? And I want to just start with the title of this episode, Exhaling into Earth Relationship. Yeah, let yourself just experience that phrase. Actually, take an exhale with me um, and let yourself just experience that phrase. Exhaling into earth relationship. Mmm, so yummy, right? I don't know about you, but when I experience that phrase, I first feel a deep sense of surrender. And then I feel an essence of connection with the earth, with the earth mother, and a connection with self. Yeah, our connection with earth, as we create a relationship with mother earth, as we get to know it, as we become familiar with the sacred landscape that surrounds us, we also come to know ourselves. We come to know um, our unique rhythm. We become familiar with our soul's purpose. You know, some of those things that feel a little bit elusive, the, the big questions of, you know, why we're here, what we're doing here, what our purpose is. You know, some of those feel like such big questions, but guess what? Those big questions are so quickly and easily answered when we just surrender into this relationship with Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. So let's dive into this a little bit. Um, the first thing I really want to talk about is I want to dive into kind of that essence of being disconnected. You know, as humans, I mean, this isn't I'm not, this isn't anything new. I'm not telling you anything new, but I just want to kind of create context here. Um, as humans, you know, as we've evolved, we've become more and more comfortable and less and less connected with the actual earth. When we look to our, you know, our ancestors and um, early, you know, earlier uh, experience of experiences for humans and humanity, um, there was, you know, there's the energy of hunting and gathering and, you know, being deeply connected with the cycles and the rhythms of the earth. And, you know, humans didn't lock down and live in one specific place. They wandered, they moved, they they followed the, the weather, they followed the rhythms of the earth and, and followed the animals as well. There was a, this deep, deep connection, um, this deep, deep knowing that that allowed humanity to, to always have sources of food. And the more that we've become, I'm going to say westernized, but you know, it's really more the way that the ways that we've um, stepped away from being so connected with nature and become really comfortable in our homes and in our cars and on the buses and the trains and the airplanes um, and other modes of transportation that uh, aren't just walking upon the earth. Uh, as we've disconnected Connected from those, we've also disconnected from our great mother, our earth mother. And, you know, there's a lot of really great benefit to, um, to our homes, to the ways that we live. And I'm not at all dissing them. My, my 
my reason for sharing this or talking about this is just to create context and to offer an invitation to um, to begin to connect with nature in a new way and a little bit differently. You know, there's how can we like kind of open up that conversation around how can we step outside of some of our comforts or still enjoy our comforts of of modern life and at the same time be attuned to the cycles and rhythms and and mother earth's rhythm herself how can we find the merge there so one of the things i I maybe talk a little bit about here um, but you can see more of on social media is I have a deep passion for travel, for camping, (laughs) for um, being out in nature. And I also have a very comfy, cozy camper. But I also have this fascination with um, individuals who do what's called boondocking. So those of you who aren't familiar with the camping world, there's, you know, camping in RV parks, camping in state parks, and then there's this thing called boondocking. Now, boondocking is when you go off and into the wilderness and you you, um, stay on like a Bureau of Land Management, BLM land for um, for periods of time and there is there's no one around you know it's like it's uh, preserved it's land that's been preserved that also allows public access and has designated areas for individuals to come and camp on it and a lot of people there's, there's this whole movement right now of people going out with their RVs and you know their campers and whatnot and boondocking <laughs> and this movement is so um, it's such an active movement and there's uh, there are individuals that I, I follow on like YouTube and stuff like that who talk about how ca- how to have um, an internet connection or a phone connection or you know stuff like that while they're out in the middle of nowhere and they literally go out and test uh, test devices and stuff like that so we, so we're in this super interesting time where we are able to get out into the middle of nowhere and still maintain connection with what's unfolding here in in the modern world and in the day-to-day life and you know on social media and the internet the thing that's happening the challenge that um you know if we're not if we're we're looking at you know just like when i'm here you know in green bay i'll use my life as an example right now but when i'm here in green bay and i'm you know like living my day-to-day life one of the things that begins to happen if I'm not spending excessive, um, (laughs) I say excessive because I know to a lot of people the amount of time I spend in nature appears to be a lot. Um, You know, if if we're not spending time in nature and we're behind our computers, and and that's kind of what happens when I'm at home, when I'm here in Green Bay, Um, I spend more time behind my computer, I spend more time on my phone, Um, I'm more attached and hooked to my devices. And during those times when I'm hooked to my device, I notice that something shifts within me. My whole body moves into more of a fight or flight type of state. I'm a little bit more on edge. I'm not as at ease. And the way that I keep that balanced for myself is to um, get out into nature, to go for hikes, to walk around the neighborhood, to spend time in our garden, um, to just sit in our yard. 
and to just, you know, create opportunities to get to the sacred places that are relatively local. So let's let's talk about this a little bit more. Um, let's talk about this piece of you know fight or flight. You know, I kind of mentioned it loosely, but I want to really dive into that. You know, something we don't really acknowledge a whole lot. But you know, there's been a lot of research as of late that it has been exploring what happens um, when we spend time in nature. Uh, and the thing that's, you know, there's there's research that's been done around how does it affect our health, our mental well-being, our emotional well-being, our spiritual well-being even as well. And you know, there's research on walking barefoot, uh, just simply being out in nature and in the sun. Um, <laughs> there's been research on hugging a tree. Yes, all of that has been done. And all of it seems to come to the place um, with consistency of demonstrating how this improves our health. And I believe that a big part of it is that when we're spending time in nature, we are actually um, creating opportunities to disengage that overactive um, adrenal response that we've got going on, overactive fight or flight, overactive kind of hypervigilant um, energy that's flowing within us because of a lot of the technology and social media and TV and uh, radio and all the you know fun fun gadgety devices that we've all got going on. <laughs> okay, so so what do we do? How do we create connection with Mother Earth? And I think this is something that shows up a lot, and I, I hear it a lot, especially when I I start working with someone new. It seems to be. A topic that pops up like so Lori what do I do I just go out and sit in nature or <laughs> or what do I do how do I create that relationship and it can feel kind of elusive so I'm gonna offer a couple suggestions because I, I want to, to support you in doing this in a way that feels really natural for you so that you can begin to unlock your unique way of creating that relationship with the earth Okay, so the first thing that I've got on this list here is to get rooted. I know, what does that mean? You know, we're, we often talk um, in this whole kind of a metaphysical, spiritual, new age, um, shamanic world about being grounded. And that's not exactly what I'm talking about. Being rooted, there's, there's a deeper sense of connection. It's the, it is the actual surrender um, of feeling like we're held by, by Mother Earth, allowing our own um, roots to be held by Mother Earth. So how can we do that? What do we do? Um, spending time outside is obviously <laughs> a really big one um and you know i live in i live in a town where um my husband and i have a, a relatively large yard we happen to um we both feel really blessed we have a double lot kind of near downtown ish um green bay which is really lovely and you know i know that not everyone has that that outside space right where they live and um, that can kind of create a little confusion around like hey how do I do that but 
I know that in all cities and communities, there are parks, there are areas where we can go and just be among beautiful trees and um, nature and animals and see who's hanging out there. And this is, you know, really one of the things that I want to emphasize. You know, we we often think about creating relationship with Earth. Um, or working uh, working with the earth from a, like a spiritual perspective, when we think of that, so often we think that we need to go on pilgrimage, that we need to go to some far off place like Machu Picchu or Stonehenge or um, or the pyramids or um, like the ancient temples in you know different different. Uh, areas and we think we need to go to these you know really ancient sites that are very well known and those are great places to go and so are your local places and those local places are waiting for us to reinvigorate them by recognizing their life so this idea of getting rooted is to just literally get to know your local area, your local landscape, get to feel your feet upon the earth and, and really connect with those local spaces. When we become more deeply rooted in our lives, we become much more present in our day-to-day activities. We become much more present in our communication with our friends and our family and our loved ones. We become more present when we sit down for lunch or when we have a conversation with friends or when we do pop on social media to, um, to make a post or to comment on something or to answer, you know, just connect and, and be connected. We have more intimate connections when we are deeply rooted because we're more present within ourselves and able to be more present within our within our relationship with others and this you know even includes our relationship with our animals and you know stuff like that okay um the other piece that I want to talk about with getting to know our local landscape, because this is the first one, the first you know suggestion here is really about getting rooted. And the next one is about getting to really become familiar with our local landscape. So let yourself just drop into your heart right now and think about some of your favorite places in your your area, like where you live. Where are some of those favorite places? Got them? Yeah, let them just bubble up. And let yourself think about different memories or experiences that maybe you've had there. And maybe, you know, you ha- you feel like you don't know where some of those places are. That's okay. Just getting curious about it. Just opening the space for those places to show up, like the space in your mind, the space in your thought or awareness that, hey, where are some of those amazing places in my local area where I could go and spend time in nature and 
feel a deep connection with with the earth and the beauty of it that is a really powerful thing to do that's a powerful place to um, just be present with so one of the things that i really want to invite you or encourage you to do is to just get to know your neighborhood get to know your backyard get to know the space right outside where you live there's a reason that you live where you live and there's a lot of amazing energy within that space you're probably going how do you know that you don't know that <laughs> but but that's really there is um you know i really want to invite you to to step back and go hey what is what is amazing here what's absolutely beautiful what is waiting for me to recognize and witness and fall in love with and when you step back and, and look through that lens at your, at your local area, at your local surroundings, there are so many things just waiting for our attention, waiting for our love and our affection. Okay, so the thing that I want to invite you to do, you know, with this piece of like getting to know your, your local spaces is to pay attention to the life cycles. Mm-hmm get to know um, what trees and plants are, are in bloom and when they when they bloom. Um, get to know what things need to happen in the weather for them to just pop up within 24 hours in a way that leaves you in awe. Get to know what type of weather changes happen before different birds return for their um, for their migration paths when they move through. Get to know uh, the way the season feels within you. Get to know the animals that hang out in your backyard, the animals that call your backyard home. Let yourself be surprised when someone unexpected shows up yeah so years ago um one of my favorite uh one of my spirit animals um has been heron this is an, an animal i've been working with for years and um many years ago my husband and i in our backyard had a little a small goldfish pond and um you know throughout over the years different animals came to stop by and visit our pond and one year a heron stopped by on his way through and he perched himself on the neighbor's garage and he perched himself right next to our pond and yes sad story he ate out all our goldfish but um, but it was really beautiful to to watch him find you know a place where he could have a couple meals and and be nourished and be nourished by our landscape and um and to grace us with his presence. It was such a beautiful experience. And, you know, being connected with nature allows us to recognize these unusual experiences, these unique events. And so, you know, I, I talk about, I talked about how Heron is one of my spirit animals. And it's because I have am really familiar with what is normal in my backyard, you know, like what types of things happen on a regular basis, that I could recognize that this was 
this visitation from the heron was a little bit more unique and different than perhaps uh, the typical one would be and that there was something really special about it that perhaps he was there with a message for me and um, showing up in my backyard in the middle of the city um, on a spring day to feast from my <laughs> my goldfish pond <laughs> how he ever found that leaves me in awe um but it was really quite lovely so you know begin to know you know what is what what is happening there the other thing that um you know i want to share is that as we create the space in our lives to connect with the animals and the birds and you know the, the the trees and the plants and stuff in our our local landscape we are actually beginning to create relationship with them we're beginning to connect with them and get to know what's really unfolding knowing their rhythms and cycles one of the things that i really love um, about my husband one of the things that i watch or witness him doing is that he's super in tune with some of the the natural things that happen um you know when the birds are migrating back into our area uh, he begins putting things out for them to use in their nests like he'll cut pieces of string and put them on our arbor um, in obvious places so that they that so they have the materials they need to to create their nests um, he even <laughs> he even creates uh, little spaces where he knows um, they would enjoy nesting it's, it's super fascinating to just kind of watch him because I can tell that he is listening to what they're needing and responding to that in ways that are supportive and, and natural and create our yard as a welcome space for for animals to have sanctuary to be safe and that's that's really special to me and you know really each of us has a different way of connecting with the land um, and connecting with our, our plants and animals and stuff like that and I, I really want to invite you to begin to see be, begin to discover how is nature already communicating with you and how can you begin to respond to it in ways that feel natural for you so that that relationship becomes more and more meaningful as that like local relationship begins to develop that's when um, when we begin to more easily or um yeah with uh, yeah more easily recognize the places other like other potent energy spots and how our our like local spot or how our backyard is actually tied in or keyed into that energy where the you know the energy centers of the, our local area are and and how we can contribute to activating them and being an active part in them now that's a lot more you know um a lot more in-depth topic <laughs> a lot further than where we're going today but um but know that there's so many ways that as we open this doorway to creating a relationship with earth that we can begin to get to know it in in more intimate ways and more meaningful ways and become um in of it 
become create a, like this harmonious experience here on earth the last little bit that i want to touch on is this element of um, offering making offerings or gifts of a gratitude to the earth you know when my husband goes around and he places strings out for the the birds to make nests um, in the spring it's it's kind of like an offering to the earth right and um, he's like expressing his gratitude to them for showing up into our yard for making our yard home and he's making it inviting he's making it easy for them you know other things that I like to do is I love to leave little like I'll pick things up when I'm on a trail whether it's feathers or um, little branches or sticks or flowers and I gather them into a little bundle and then I like to leave those in like a hole in a tree or in tuck them into a little space and create like little altars along the way as I'm as I'm out in nature and I leave them kind of as an offering to the energy of the space to the plants and to the animals and Kind of my expression of um, gratitude for the beautiful space that I get to enjoy, as well as um, wanting to offer my own contribution into the space. Like there's this loving exchange that begins to happen. And so I want to invite you to do that as well. You know, sometimes it looks like, you know, creating a pile of stones somewhere or um, mapping them up out and, you know, drawing something beautiful into the sand. You know, those can all be, when they come from our hearts, they are loving offerings um, and invitations to the earth to, to deepen our relationship. And it's so simple. And it's, yeah, it really is creating relationship with the earth. It's it, it really is simple. And it just is something that naturally unfolds as we become more and more connected with the earth, more and more present um, with the cycles and rhythms, present with the animals and, and nature, and present with our own experience when we step outside of our own door and tune into what is happening in the natural world around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is, for me, one of my favorite um, aspects of how walking the shamanic path has really shifted my experience of life and how it's really helped me to feel a deep sense of connection and belonging in my own community and within the the home that we live in, even. You know, there's there's so many different layers to this, but but ultimately, you know, when we look at this aspect of creating relationship with earth, it's one of those things that will absolutely change your life in amazing ways. All right. So with that, my sacred friends, I want to just give you one more reminder. Crystal Shaman School, the initiation program is enrollment is open for spring of 2019. And I would love for you to join me. So you can, um, if you're interested, if that feels like something that would be a fit for you, I invite you to pop on over to my website, crystalshamanschool.com. I'll put a link in the show notes um, and download the enrollment guidebook. Uh, I'd love for you to join us. All right, my sacred friend, I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly. Bye for now. <laughs>